The following contest is a first round match in the Kings of Consoles tournament to determine the greatest game in the history of the Nintendo Entertainment System. Two games enter, only one can advance. Introducing first, the 83rd seed, a 1989 side-scrolling beat-em-up from Acclaim, Double Dragon 2, The Revenge. And its opponent, the 46th seed, a 1991 action platformer from IREM, Metal Storm! Your ringside judges are Pat Dooley and Ricky Giraldo. There's nothing left to say, but round one, fight! Welcome to episode 23 of Kings of Consoles. This is the podcast where we try to find the best game for each home video game console by means of giant tournaments. Uh, We are 23 episodes into our Nintendo Entertainment System tournament. The end of round one is closing in on us fast. I'm Pat Dooley. And I'm Ricky Geraldo. And today we are talking about the number 46 seed, as determined by IGN's list of the 100 greatest games for the NES, Metal Storm, as it takes on number 83, Double Dragon 2, The Revenge. We always start with the underdog, so in that case this is Double Dragon 2, uh, which is a 1989 side-scrolling beat-em-up developed by Technos and published by Acclaim. There is an arcade game called Double Dragon 2, has an entirely different plot. Uh, The plot of this one, after the Shadow Warriors kill Billy Lee's girlfriend, Marion, Billy and his brother Jimmy go on the hunt. Which, for those of you that have finished the first Double Dragon game, knows this completely ignores the plot twist from the end of it, where it turns out that Jimmy is the villain and the final boss. Uh, He's back on the side of the angels this time to help Billy avenge Marion. Yeah, how Uh, messed up is that story? Yeah, that's. I do not. Uh, I do not envy whoever's trying to make sense of the continuity of the Double Dragon universe. Uh, the game was directed by Hiro Yuki Sakamoto, who also directed River City Ransom, which got a first round buy. We'll see it in the second round, uh, and you can definitely see some strong similarities in the gameplay uh, between the two. Uh, I feel like I may have played this once or twice as a kid, but I definitely don't have as strong memories of it as I do the original Double Dragon, which I definitely played a lot. Yeah, I think I... Oh, man, I always get the Double Dragons mixed up. Mm -hmm. I think... I'm pretty sure I played this one, but I don't think I knew it was the sequel at the time. I think I was just like, oh, it's Double Dragon, you know? Right, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Back in the day, you don't really think of it unless it's like... Super Mario World 3, or... Right, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, all the Double Dragons are a little the same. Yeah. There's, you know, little graphical upgrades and new abilities and stuff, but... um, I mean, it's the the side-scrolling beat-em-up that, you know, it's one of the main staples of that genre, so... Yeah, it's definitely, you know, the... The DNA of this, you know, would then go on to, like, in the 16-bit era, games like... Final Fight, and, you know, even, like, the all the arcade games we were talking about yeah. a couple weeks ago, the, you know, Ninja Turtles and uh, X-Men. Uh, X-Men and The Simpsons and all of those, like, that whole, like, the, all of that owes a debt to the Double Dragon games. Yeah. It's just was, that, it's just the arcade game, like, yeah. beat-em-ups are, 
when I think of arcades, I think of like uh, the coin machines where you get tickets and then mm-hmm. beat them up. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. And fighting games, of course. But right, beat them go. But even that was the the fighting games. I don't feel like those really took off until like the early nineties. Yeah, like when Street right. Fighter Two hit, and then Mortal Kombat a couple of years later. Like there were fighting games, but I feel oh, like yeah. for the most part, it was games like Double Dragon and Simpsons and games like that. Or it was yeah, like you said, like a skee ball or a hoop shoot or games like that where you got tickets and you got you know ten thousand tickets and you traded it in for a cheap little plastic ring <laughs> for um, an eraser. Right, yeah, an eraser that doesn't erase anything, but it kind of looks like a watermelon. (laughs) (laughs) So I miss arcades. Yeah, man, me too. I mean, I miss just being in places with people. But, yeah, um, so one thing, and I've noticed this has popped up several times over the last few weeks. There's a trend in these games that I absolutely had no recollection of which is games where B attacks to the left and A attacks to the right. We saw it in Load Runner. We saw it in uh, Section Z. And now we see it again here in Double Dragon 2, where the direction you're facing, if you hit, like if you're facing left and you hit B, you punch to the left. If you press A, you kick behind you to the right. If you're facing right and you press B, you kick behind you to the left or punch to the right. Um, And then you can combine stuff to jump and do other stuff. But it's like I just I don't remember that being a thing, and now it's come up three times in the last what month of yeah. doing the show. It is weird. I do agree. Uh, I just never noticed it either. Just those weird things that I guess that's how you put a game on Nintendo. You know? Yeah, yeah. It's a, it works. It's all, I mean, it's it works. Trend. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It works fine. It's um, it's weird. I mean, because now we're so used to beat 'em ups like. You know, like a like an Arkham series where you really only have like two attacks and then a dodge. dodge yeah. um, but it doesn't. You know, it's not direction specific. You're basically using the analog stick to aim the attacks. But it, you know, there's like a strong and a weak attack and a, like maybe a grapple and a dodge. Um, but it's you know, it's not like if you're you know, fighting somebody square punches the guy on the left and circle punches the guy on the right. Um, but, you know, it, it was, you know, working within the, the limitations of a, a platform that only had two buttons, um, unless you count select and start, but neither of those really did anything, as I found. Yeah, um, weird. One thing I didn't like is I really don't like having to hit A and B at the same time to jump. I know that was also a thing for a while. If you had two attack buttons, was you had to press both to jump. Yeah. Um, that took one. It took too long to remember that that was how you jumped, um, and I wound up falling off of a couple of things before I figured it out. Um, but yeah, I just that's. It, I feel like it just kind of leaves you vulnerable. Um, you can you know you can turn it into kicks and stuff while you're in midair, but you have to time those almost perfectly. Whereas it's a little more generous with your punches and kicks on the ground no true uh i found i found okay so the thing about this game so this is the first time they introduced uh two players yes uh, and the first one i thought you I, I thought the first one you could be 
it's a two-player game, but it's not. It know. is in as much as there was like a versus mode oh, where you okay, could do, right. there was like a fighting game version where you could play as Jimmy or Billy or a Bobo or whatever the woman with the whip's name is. Gotcha. Well, this is the first time I guess you could do the story mode. Yeah, it was the first time it was co-op, yeah. Yeah, and it felt like that. Like, I felt like <laughs> this game, the only way to beat this game was if it was co-op. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because, I, man, I struggled hard by myself. Yeah, overwhelmed, and I was like, oh, I can't, yeah. I can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and there's a lot of, going back to what I was talking about with the, the jumping, the platforming in this is not good. It's not. Like, the controls, you know, going back a few weeks to, like, Wizards and Warriors was almost perfect in terms of the, like, mid-air control this there's so much like there's a in level five there's that section where you have to like jump across the like the the boxes in the water or whatever to get across uh, or else you fall in the water and drown because you know karate masters can't swim apparently um, <laughs> and as soon as they hit water they die but like there it's such a small ledge you're trying to land on and you're having to mash a and b at the same time and try to steer yourself and it's got the, whatever you call that, where there's like depth to it, where it's not fully side-scrolling, you can also go up and down. Right. And there's not a real easy way to like line yourself up to the boxes, so I, I died a couple times there. And on the, whatever level it is that has the, like, you come out of a door and then you're immediately on a moving sidewalk going like to the right and then if you walk down there's one going to the left and then if you walk down it's even ground and then you have to jump across and then go across two more conveyor belts um it's just a pain it's <laughs> really it's really bad platforming um yeah. also that room does not tell you that that's what you're supposed to do um it looks for all the world like that door is locked it's like okay well am i just waiting for an enemy to fight a lot of times there'll be like an arrow saying, okay, climb down this ladder. It's like, yeah, I know I need to climb down the ladder. I've played video games before. But then you get into a room like that, and I was like, there's no instructions. What am I supposed to do? And then eventually you figure out, it's like, well, I guess I have to risk my life to see if I can get close enough to that door to make it open. <laughs> somebody, it's like, oh, well, I'm just going to see if I die or not. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Test it. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's... If you've played a Double Dragon game, you know, you yeah. kind of played them all. There's not a whole lot to say about this one. I do think that the enemy designs in Double Dragon games are cool. I mean, they're all just people, but there's a like a, a definite... Like, you can tell the difference of who you're fighting based on what they look like. True. Unlike in, like, a, like, the Ninja Turtles arcade game. Like, it's all foot soldiers, and it's just, like, you know, color swapped, and maybe they have a different weapon. Um, this one is like there's a definite difference between like just the kind of run of the mill thugs you fight and then like you know when a bobo shows up or the 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 girls with the sticks uh, or anything like that. Also, I can't remember what other game we were talking about along these lines, but there was a whole lot of woman punching in this game that made me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> I mean I get it. I guess, I mean, they killed your girlfriend, so... Right. Whatever, but it was a different time. Yeah. <laughs> 1990, right? Yeah. So... Um, and the only other real note I had about this one is that, um, 
Well, actually, I guess I have two. One is I just made a note that it was Billy's girlfriend, whoa. Like, her very brief shot in that opening cinematic. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Billy's doing okay. Um, but also, <laughs> I like how every time you start a new level, your health fills back up. Yeah, that is cool. Like, you're basically getting, like, a D&D long rest between levels. Because <laughs> they're like, this is going to be hard. So, yes. You know. But there are so many other games. Like, I feel like even, I mean... Spoiler alert for next week when we talk about Double Dragon 3. It doesn't do that in Double Dragon 3. You get to a new area and you have as much health left as you had when you left the last room. Uh, so that yeah. was that this, was welcome in Double that, Dragon 2. That was like... We'll talk about Double Dragon 3, but man. We will, yeah. Don't we'll, get easier. <laughs> no, no they do not. Um, but yeah, I mean that's... Did you have any other notes on, on 2 before we... Move on to the the higher seed. Uh, no, it's pretty like you said. It's pretty much Dragon uh, Dragon Ball Z. No, it's pretty much <laughs> Double Dragon, and yeah, it's it's what I expected. Yeah, hard, yeah. fun at times. Wish I played it with someone else. Like if we were playing it, I think oh, it would yeah. be a way better experience. Agreed. Yeah, yeah, I think that there have been a few games like that, but I feel like this one's probably kind of the quintessential one for that of what yeah. we've played so far. When we get to Contra, that's another one that you like absolutely have to play with somebody else. Yeah. It's like they need the co-op. Like they yeah. made the game for co-op. Yep. Which is cool because there was a lot of, you know, in that era, it was a two-player system, but a lot of times it was two players alternating. Like that was, there wasn't a ton of co-op especially with, like, action games and stuff. So, you know, mostly versus, like, sports games and things if you were both playing at the same time. Yeah. So, actually, that element yeah, of it right. is cool. That's actually, uh, that must have been, it must have been really cool playing this game in the arcade. Because instead of, if it was an arcade, I don't know if this one was, but... It was, it was a different, I mean, there was a Double was Dragon 2, right? but it wasn't quite the same game. Okay. Well, if they still have the co-op functionality, it would be cool because you're not fighting against someone you're teaming up so yeah that starts friendships man that's That's right that's how it starts yeah uh so a game that is not co-op or multiplayer at all is the number 46 seed metal storm which is an action platform game developed by tamtex and published by irem in 1991 Uh, The plot of it is that in the year 2501, a laser weapon on Pluto malfunctions and destroys Neptune. Uh, So before it can destroy the rest of the solar system, including Earth, an M308 gunner, which is the player character, is dispatched from Earth to storm the base to activate the laser self-destruct. Along with standard weapons and some weapon upgrades you can get along the way, the M308 also has a gravity control device, which is a major, major gameplay element. Uh, Nintendo Power called it one of the unsung heroes of the NES, and 1UP called it a hidden gem. And it is real hard to argue with that. Uh, I agree. (laughs) I had had fond memories of playing this one as a kid, um, but this was one of those that, like, when I saw it in the brackets, one, I was like, oh, yeah, Metal Storm. But also, oh, I really hope this holds up. I hope I still enjoy this when we get to it. And, spoiler alert, I really did. I had a great time with Metal Storm. I did too. I, it was definitely surprising. I, so I haven't heard of it. And then I looked at the box art and I was like, okay, 
we're driving a Gundam. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. And then you you play the game, and it, you know your character doesn't really look like the cover box, but it does. It is a robot, or not a robot, a mech. Yeah. And, but man, that gravity gameplay really cool <laughs> yeah like i remember i mean this was 91 so this was toward the end of the life cycle for the nes this was the same year the super nintendo came out um so you know at this point they'd had what six years to play around with the the system limitations and this just is a really ambitious game you know you're talking about the um the gravity switching like they're basically for those of you who haven't played it it's a it's a side-scrolling action game yeah but you you can shoot, you can jump, all the normal platforming stuff you can do. But also, if you double tap jump, or is it hold? I don't remember how you do it. It's pressing uh, both, isn't it? You, a and B. No. I, oh no, I it's thought, uh, jump and the direction. Yeah, jump and yeah. That's what it was. You can literally reverse gravity. So if you're walking on the floor and you come across a you know pit of spikes in front of you jump and press up, you flip upside down and go to the ceiling. And now you're walking on the ceiling. And, you know, you can use that to avoid enemies. You can use it to collect power-ups. There's some really interesting platforming stuff where you have to... Yeah. Uh, It's just, it's a really cleverly executed game. And just really, really fun. Yeah, and when you do the gravity, like, it changes the level because... Like you said, you could take out enemies, but also your enemies will go up to the ceiling with you. Yeah, it's just, it was really cool, and and there's some levels I noticed that you could just like fall in an instant loop. <laughs> you don't really die. You just yes, it, it was crazy. I'm like, uh, I don't know how I'm gonna get myself out of this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, level two, I think, is yeah. It's basically an infinite maze. Where you're just trying to get from the left side of the screen to the right side of the screen, but like you notice, like as you're going like up and to the right, for example, the stuff you're climbing over is the stuff you're on. So like if you shoot, if there's an enemy below you and you shoot up, you kill the enemy below you because it's yeah. just one infinite loop, and it's just it's really interesting game design that I just had never seen anything like, and honestly in the Almost 30 years since it came out, I really can't think of games, of many games that play with your sense, especially your sense of gravity, like this does. Yeah, I would say like Portal, maybe? I think Portal is probably yeah. the closest analog, yeah. And Portal isn't even a like a real it's, kind of shoot up but it's the same kind of, you're basically solving puzzles with gravity in this. Right. Yeah, but it's really, it, with oh, the guise of an also, action uh, game. There's a game on PlayStation called Gravity Rush. That also uses gravity to go up a level or down a level. I don't know that I ever played that. Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, it is. it was like on the Vita first, I believe. Okay. It went to the main systems. But it's kind of crazy that this game hasn't been remade or... Yeah. How is there not a, a current-gen version of this? Yeah, I mean, probably it, it sucks because we probably would never get it because I don't think the company that made the game exists anymore. I think that's probably the problem is that yeah. whoever, like the rights holders, I'm sure there's some contractual reason why. Uh, and and now the game, like the game itself is so rare. Like if you try to get this cartridge, 
it's over a hundred dollars. Oh yeah, a new. I was looking on eBay for it. A new inbox like mint copy is yeah. going for like four grand on eBay. Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> it's it is wild. Um, yeah, it's because it was created by Tamtex, um, which is um, the same company that made uh, Kung Fu. Uh, an R type. Okay. Um, it's through that same, like it's a subsidiary of IREM. I don't think IREM exists anymore. So that if that that that's probably why we haven't seen a new uh, Metal Storm game is because Tamtex doesn't exist and IREM is basically only making R type games now. Man, someone should pick it up because I think with like now a mecha that controls gravity. Yeah, come on. Yeah, in an, like an open world, like basically just like a dungeon crawler, but in space with a, a mech that can flip gravity. Yeah. That's... Take my money. Take it. Uh, uh, another cool thing about the game is unlimited continues yes. and a password system. Yes. So. Both super awesome. Um, and I... I'm not going to spoil it for later, but I I suspect that in the second round we will be glad that we have passwords, um, to not have to start back from scratch. But we'll we'll get to that when we actually pick a winner. True. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I just again I feel like I'm I've been saying this a lot the last few weeks, which is a good thing. But it's hard to not just like heap praise on this for how good of a game it is. And I just it was super fun. Most of my notes were like, oh, the music is great. The controls are super crisp for as different... Like, yeah. I never... Anytime I missed something, I felt like it was my fault. Rather than, like, oh, it was laggy or whatever. Um, every level has its own kind of unique identity. Level 1 is kind of a, uh, your standard... It's basically the tutorial level without being a tutorial level. It's just kind of your generic, you know, shoot, 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 shoot. Okay, well, now I have to flip gravity so I can shoot, 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 shoot. But then you get to level two where it's that looping maze I was talking about. And then level three, you're on, there's like train tracks that enemies ride along through the level. And then there's like a floating picture frame in level four. Yeah. Um, it's like, it's a frustrating game because you die a lot, but it's also like super rewarding in a way that a lot of the frustrating games we've played aren't because like you learn from your mistakes and you like you get a little farther each time because you've learned your lesson from what killed you the previous time. It's like, okay, well, now I know that guy's going to be there and his one vulnerable spot is this. Yeah, I just I, I, no, just had I really a really, really game. good time yeah. with this one. I really did like the game as well. Yeah. All right. Well, um, do you want to get into how far we made it on both of these? Or do you have any other thoughts on Metal Storm? So, on um, Double Dragon 2, I made it to level 5. There's a section where you're basically, you kind of climb to the top of, kind of looks like Jack's Beanstalk. And there's like a house at the top. And uh, a Bobo, the big muscle guy, comes out. And you fight him. And then like immediately after you beat him, there's these two girls with sticks that come out. And you fight them. They killed me, but they were the farthest I ever made it. So, I made it to the same level, but I made it to the boss fight. 
Did you? Okay. I did, but I did not beat the boss. Okay. So you made it past. So the girls were not the yes, boss. It, they were no, just kind of like was, a mini. The boss was like this giant mech at the end. I'm like, okay. oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so your lead expands to 21 to 17. Now let's see how Metal Storm went. Uh, as mentioned, uh, I made it to level 4-2, which is the second. It's really the third because 4-1 has two sections. But the second part of the floating picture frame level. Oh. What, what level? Sorry. 4-2. Oh. With the like the, the box that you're in. Gotcha. The, basically the third screen of that. You're the champion of Double Dragon because I only made it to mission 3. Oh, nice. So you didn't even see the, the picture frame. Nope. Thing. I was like, picture frame. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, no, the fourth level is you're just in this, like, a rectangle that is just, like, moving along the screen. I'm making hand motions like people can see me. Um, but it's, like, moving along the screen. And so, like, as you go, like, enemies will come into the box with you. And so you can shoot or, you know, flip gravity to avoid them or shoot things. And so it's basically, it's kind of like a rail shooter, except you have full motion inside the box to run and jump and flip and all that kind of stuff. So it's very, um, it's really interesting kind of take on the rail shooter, giving you a lot more control over it, but it is running on a track. Like there's no way to leave the box. Um, yeah, it's really interesting. Um, one other thing I forgot to mention, I love the death animation in Metal Storm. Like, I hated oh, dying, yeah. and it happened a lot, but that, like, explosion animation yeah. for when you die was just really, really cool. I agree. Uh, you know, I think we're gonna get into it, but Metal Storm is my pick. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely my pick to move on, because I think it's a game I didn't expect. It's a game that looks great. The story's kind of cool, because, you know, they blew up Neptune. Neptune never gets yeah. blown up. As a right, yeah, it's always it's always Mars. Like you yeah, don't... It's always Mars or Saturn, because, you know, Saturn looks cool. Right. <laughs> but we're all the way by Neptune. Like, <laughs> Yeah, which, which is cool, because it, like, it definitely puts, like, a timer on it. Because, like, you know that Pluto, it's whatever the weapon is, it's on Pluto and malfunctioning. If Neptune's gone, then you know Uranus is next. Yeah. And then, you know, then Saturn, then, you know, it's just going to keep working its way. Jupiter, Mars, and then, and then it's us. So, <laughs> got to yeah. fix it before it gets to that. Yeah, it's, I, I, I'm right there with you. I, this is a really easy one for me. Double Dragon 2 was good, but, good. but Metal Storm is great. Metal Storm is definitely, I haven't done a full-on, like, ranking of the 46 games that we've played so far but metal gear would probably be in my top five yeah before uh, we started i was like man i kind of really want to finish this one like yeah i really want to like yeah, i saved I, my password on everything i'm just like i'm ready to get back into it yep same thing as soon as i once i beat the third level i made sure that i screenshotted my password yeah. so that i would be able to to get back Screenshot. to four of course I'm, like, writing the password still. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have my... Uh, yeah, I'm um, keeping it old school, okay? I'm just trying to... <laughs> That's, you're, you're writing it in the notes section in the back of the instruction manual. So, um, <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, and I definitely feel like, you, you know, we were both talking about how it's kind of like the unsung gem 
of and you know Nintendo Power and One Up agrees with us and IGN too because they put it at number forty six on their list. I feel like a lot of our listeners had never played Metal Storm either because Double Dragon Two got sixty two and a half percent of our online vote to thirty seven and a half for for Metal Storm, which is yeah. you know that's almost two to one. Yeah, Double Dragon is it has that name like yeah for video for people that play video games. I think a lot of people know Double Dragon. Oh yeah. Yeah, it has one of the best movies of all time. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. We <laughs> talked a little bit about that last week with yeah. uh, Mark DeCascos and Scott Wolf and Alyssa Milano. It's, uh, yeah. That's good no. stuff. Alyssa Milano, man. She's a little great in that movie. Anyway. So we need to make a Metal Storm movie. How has nobody made a Metal Storm anime? Maybe I want that more than I want a next I'm... gen. <laughs> they have they have gold there. No one, no one picked it up. And now it's a four thousand dollar video game if you want to. <laughs> right. <it>. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we do. We did get a question uh, on on Twitter about today's games. Uh, our old pal Ryano reaches out and asks, "Do you think that Double Dragon would do well as a modern video game, or is it just a thing of its time?" Um, and I thought of this in two ways, uh, and I kind of alluded to both, sort of indirectly as we were talking um one of which is i could absolutely see it as a um as an arkham style beat-em-up where you know it's kind of directionally based action open world but still kind of you know you're you're off to you know rescue billy or jimmy's girlfriend or whatever you know whatever plot contrivance they want to come up with but you're running through the whole city and, you know, you're getting attacked by hordes of enemies and, you know, you're showing off your martial arts prowess by, like, jump kicking and, and you know, the, you can do all kinds of cool martial arts animations. Like Arkham without the gadgets, basically. Um, okay. That was kind of the first way I first saw it. And then the other way was just, like, a kind of a straight-up fighting game. Like a Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat type. That's pretty cool. I mean, so there is, like, recently the beat em up. So we're getting a new Battletoads. Uh, uh, Streets of Rage 4 came out, which is excellent. Yeah, I've heard really good things. I haven't had a chance to play it yet, but I've heard yeah, it's excellent. Yeah, it's really good. So I, I, Double Dragon, and I believe it has been back before. Like, I think they released last year a newer Double Dragon. Somewhere. I, I do agree with you. I think it would be cool if they change it up. If they at make made it instead of a beat 'em up, they change it into like an Arkham style, open world or a a single you know party experience that you could co op with or something. Yeah, I think it, it, this game will always be in that like if you like Double Dragon, they're gonna re release it or make a new game, but it's not gonna be like a new Grand Theft Auto or anything. It's just, right. Yeah, yeah, I don't I don't think that. there's really a way to kind of expand on what it already is. Right. So in in that regard I do think it is kind of a product of its time. Yeah. Um you would have to pretty much fundamentally change the way the game plays to make it Yes. Now. Uh Double Dragon Four was released in twenty seventeen for PS four and PC and then eight months later for Switch. Gotcha. Yeah, I knew they released a newer one. Yeah, yeah. But even that's eight bit art style, so it's it's made like like the old ones, yeah. Yeah. 
Oh, but there was a 3D remake of Double Dragon 2 released on Xbox Live Arcade in 2013. Double Dragon 2 Wander of the Dragons. Yeah, so they're still making tons of yeah. Double Dragons. It's just... And it's, it's not, like I said, it's not catching the world on fire, but it, it probably sells at least maybe 100,000 copies or digitally, you know? Yeah. But yeah, like, I mean, I think there's definitely... The there's a definite is, element of nostalgia yeah. for people. It's just people need to make a good one. Like, Double Dragon 4, unfortunately, it looks like a stinker. Yeah. It's, it's like a 3 out of 10 on IGN. Oh, and no. Stuff. So, yeah, I, I guess that didn't work. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Yeah, it, it, Double it's Dragon is always going to have its name in video game. Uh, it's a legend. So, yeah. This one didn't move on, but maybe Double Dragon 3. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe we will see next week, uh, because Double Dragon 3, The Sacred Stones, will be facing off against number 74, A Boy and His Blob, Trouble on Blobolonia. Um, Blobolonia. Blobolonia. I neglected to mention earlier in the show, but by virtue of its victory, Metal Storm will be facing the number 19 seed, Castlevania, in round two. Oh, no. So that... (laughs) Should be really exciting because Metal Storm is going to come in with a lot of momentum, primed for an up uh, an upset. And we get two in the second round. We get two hours, correct? Oh, uh, we will get two hours with Castlevania um, oh, because it had a buy, but we'll we get another, one more okay. hour. Basically, we'll get an additional hour of Metal Storm, so we can use our passwords to pick gotcha. up where we left off. But we'll get one extra hour. I'm going to beat it, man. I'm going to beat it. (laughs) Memory serves, I looked this up and I forgot to include it in my notes. I think there are six levels in Metal Storm. Yeah, I think we were close. So I almost finished four. So I think in another hour, now that I'm used to the gameplay and there's not a learning curve anymore, and I can just kind of hit the ground running with the password, I'm pretty confident that at least one of us will beat it uh, in the second round, which is going to make for a really hard matchup for Castlevania. Um, which is in itself a great game. Yeah, it's Castlevania uh, though, so we'll see. And we will be playing two hours of Castlevania, so that'll be, you know, who knows uh, what'll come of that. Yeah, I'm I'm so stoked to continue playing. I'm excited to to play one more Double Dragon game. Excited to see if I like Bubble or Bubble Bobble. I know I like Bubble Bobble. A boy and his blob. See if I like that as much. <laughs> Uh, at age uh, 37 as I did not at age 7. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll see, if that, I, see if that aged played, well. Uh, well. Boy and his blob before I played it, so yeah. it was interesting. So Yeah. so Because that one got a Wii remake a few years ago, so I think probably people are more familiar with that version than, oh, right, right. than the NES. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I'm, I'm super stoked for what's to come. Uh, next week is Double Dragon 3 and Boy and His Blob. Uh, any other thoughts on either of these games before we let the folks go? Because I think uh, I, I'm really, really going to try and force myself to not play Metal Storm, <laughs> even though I want to so bad. Yeah, look up Metal Storm, and you guys should check it out somehow. Yeah. Don't, and if you, have, if you have it, if you have the cartridge, hey. You might want to think about selling it. Yeah. You might get a good chunk for it. Well, and if you have a like a used game store in your area, you know, 
poke your head in and see if maybe they don't realize what they've got and see if you can pick up a, <laughs> a, a copy for something less and then uh, flip it on eBay for, for significantly more. You know, we gotta, we all gotta have our side hustles during this pandemic and maybe yours is, you know, exactly. playing the, the used game market. Um, but until then, you know, stay home, wear a mask, don't wear a mask at home. That's weird. Um, but wear a mask if you have to leave the house, like I did today for a chiropractor appointment. Um, but yeah, stay home and just play old games. There's so many great ones. Play old games. All right, we'll uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Hey everybody, it's Pat. Uh, sorry, uh, Ricky and I went on a little bit of a tangent there at the end of the episode. Uh, I'm not cutting a lot of it out, uh, but in doing so, we totally forgot to do all of our plugs at the end of the episode. So this is me days later adding in. You can email us at kingsofconsolespod at gmail.com. Uh, we're on facebook.com slash kingsofconsoles, uh, at kingsofconsoles on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at loopydate. He is at Ricky4518. Uh, you can contribute to the show financially at uh, ko-fi.com slash kingsofconsoles. You can follow along with the bracket at challenge.com slash kingsofconsoles. That's C-H-A-L-L-O-N-G-E. I think that's all the plugs. I'm doing this from memory last minute as I'm editing. So I think I got it. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, as always, you know, feel free to reach out with any questions. Uh, we love hearing from you, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Kings of Consoles is recorded in Nashville and Orlando and is produced and edited by me, Penny. Thanks to Captain Portal for our theme song, intro for a non-existent video game, which can be found at freemusicarchive.org. And the music and sound effects from this week's games can be found on a quick Google search. The opinions expressed in this and every episode are our own, and we are in no way sponsored by or affiliated with Nintendo. We're just